Welcome to an American Conversation podcast, a podcast about a comedian, a feminist, and two Republicans meeting in different bars every week to discuss what the hell is happening in America today. Each week we deliver gripping news and information with the understanding that as Americans, we can agree to disagree and laugh while doing it. Revelation, Leland, Rose, David, and Jeff are not experts. Although Rose thinks she is, listen in every week. Be that fly on the wall. Hey, Leland. Yeah? So this gorgeous guy that's sitting right here. I like the gray right? hair. Right, with the beautiful blue eyes. Yep. If I'm he didn't so have into a gray hair right now. I would totally be going after him because he's so hot. Oh, but anyway, he builds him? houses. Uh huh. And he lives in close to you in your area. In South Bay. Yeah, in the South Ooh. Bay, he builds houses, so he's an important man. All right. And um, well, if I hit the lottery, I'll, I'll call him. Yeah, call him. Hook him up. <laughs> well, I'm, I have to play the lottery, but I'll, I'll do that. That's the only way he's going to leave the girl if you if you win well, the lottery. Well, I was just kind of hoping a house would be nice. Oh, okay, all right. Well, that's <laughs> My house is falling that. apart. <laughs> all right. So your name is Fred. Fred Koch. Fred, Fred Koch. Koch. Yes. Fred Koch. Any relation to the other Koch? None. Oh, Actually, none. the brothers nor the mayor. All so right. I've done it all myself. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, all right, cool. Okay, I wanted Fred on because he's such a nice guy and something horrible happened to him a few months back. And I thought this would be really, really good for our show because I think this is happening a lot. And, it, and it's happening a lot with people over 50. Heart attack? Um, no, a stroke. A stroke? He had a stroke. You don't look like you had a stroke. No, I, I don't look like I had a stroke and I didn't even know what a stroke was because I try to keep myself fit. You are fit. You look like a Superman. Well, thank you. He does. I, he uh, looks like an actor, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Those and eyes and the muscles. And the hair. <laughs> Woohoo! I, you know, thanks. But when uh, it happened, I didn't even see it coming because I wasn't educated on what the uh, symptoms were. Okay, but let me tell you what the different strokes are before you get into that. Different this strokes for different folks. For different folks. <laughs> and, and guys, on a horrible note, a good friend of mine's brother just died yesterday of a stroke. <gasps> and um, she's going through a lot of pain right now. And I think he was 57. Wow. So this is very relevant. It's very current. And mm -hmm. anyway. Okay. So uh, there were three main types of strokes. Transient is ischemic 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 attack which is a brief episode of neurological dysfunction resulting from an interruption in the blood supply to the brain or the eye sometimes as a precursor of a stroke it only lasts a few minutes that's one again ischemic 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 that stroke. Like a Jewish he word. says it well because it's German that's ah. why <laughs> oh, is that a German word? Yeah, it sounds like it. It's a Spanish yeah. or something. It know? sounds like a... Okay, ischemic stroke is the most common type. It is usually caused by a blood clot that blocks or plugs a blood vessel in the brain. This keeps blood from flowing into the brain. Within minutes, brain cells begin to die. Another cause is stenosis or narrowing of the artery. Okay, the last stroke is called a hemorrhagic stroke. Do you know if I'm saying that correctly? I, I, hemorrhagic, I, like mine a was hemorrhage? a clot. 
Yeah, the other is a hemorrhage. It's, a, it's bleeding. Okay, so a hemorrhagic stroke is the less common type. It happens when a blood vessel breaks and bleeds into the brain. Within minutes, brain cells begin to die. Causes include a bleeding aneurysm, um, an audiovenous malformation, or an AVM, or an artery wall that breaks open. Which one did you have? I had the clot. So which one is the clot out of the three that I said? That is was the first one. That was the ischemic. So now okay. are you on blood thinners? I was on blood thinners, but I'm right now on statins. Start uh, from the beginning. Start right. from the beginning. So in order, uh, it, my insult happened uh, somewhere between June 26th and June 27th. What were you doing? Working? I was at FedEx dropping off a box for my daughter. Getting postal, weren't you? That's and, what could happen. <laughs> and I started feeling uh, uh, my balance was off. I put the box down and I noticed my balance was off when I put the box down. And uh, I felt uncomfortable, so I took the box, I went back to my truck, put it in the bed, and I asked myself, why am I doing this? I, sh I shouldn't be having any problems. I, this, just, this is not a problem, so I was in denial. Wait, did you, were you disoriented? What do you mean, or When just I put in the denial? box in the truck, yeah. I was basically assessing myself and I wasn't doing it properly. I was more in denial than accepting that things were happening to me. Mm -hmm. uh, particularly my arm was getting kind of squishy mm -hmm. and that was, and my balance was going, uh, was going. So Did you think maybe you're having a heart attack? No, I thought I'm just gonna sit, stand up and let time heal and try this again. Be a I, man, I, I know. It, yeah. <laughs> right. So toxic masculinity. Yeah, right. Um, right. Yeah. Right. You, that happens. You go to the hospital. If it's a woman, she's there at the hospital. Not. That's not true. I've got our statistics, and I'll tell you about them later. Uh oh. Okay. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. Sorry. No, but I mean, it's a good point because, as a male, especially in SoCal, you try to keep yourself in shape, you eat healthy, and you live the lifestyle. I I surf and I I, I go to the gym and I swim, so. I feel like that stuff happens to any uh, somebody else other than myself. Right. The Did person that drives through the fast food and sits in front of the TV all, all day. Yeah. Did you have an idea at the time when you were that it might be a stroke? Or? No, I, I thought it was vertigo from an ear infection uh, uh, through a sinus infection, which I had last year at mm -hmm. the same time because it was allergy season. Okay. So I... I put the, uh, put the box in my truck and drove home and uh, took a Claritin D and went to bed and woke up and I couldn't walk. Oh my. You were paralyzed. I was, I couldn't, my balance was off and according to my fiance, um, she said that I was calling the hospital and my, my speech was impeded, it was, hardly recognizable uh, to her, but to me, I wasn't even aware of how I sounded. I just oh, you thought, thought you sounded normal. I thought I sounded normal. Wow. So uh, it's a, it was a little unorthodox, and it's something that they've told me later that you should have just dialed 911 then. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But we got in the car and drove to the, uh, to the local hospital. I totally understand that. When my husband was having a heart attack, we didn't even think about calling 911. We just put him in the car and drove him. Right. We, just, we didn't even think about an ambulance. You just 
Yeah. Well, you don't want to think about the bill. You get an ambulance, well, that's $900. Yeah, sure. dollars. But right. you, you, don't, you don't think that if you call an ambulance, it could save their life because the ambulance guy can go ahead and give you what you needed right and when the, so i the, can't do it so the common theme with me is still the denial mm-hmm. like i wasn't ambulance ready mm-hmm. and I, I again the denial thing just kept pushing me into do certain things that uh in retrospect i would have done otherwise so you go to the hospital when do they tell you you've had a stroke well they tell me i had a stroke about two hours in the emergency room because they couldn't figure out what my deficit was. I had symptoms of a stroke, but they took an MRI of my brain and they didn't see any uh, hemorrhaging or any symptoms of a clot. Wow. So uh, at about the two hour mark, um, and I'm eavesdropping with the the emergency room uh, doctor and he's talking to the radiologist. And they suggested I go and have another MRI taken of my neck, where my brainstem is. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, that's where my insult occurred. It, it occurred in my brainstem, which is about 5% uh, of stroke victims. So that's what was unique about it. It was your brainstem. Isn't that behind your neck or no? Is it on the side? Cause yeah, it's it connects your brain to your to your spinal column. So I think it's I think it's right there lodged under your brain in your neck. And they didn't check that before. Right, because they were looking at, at the brain. The brain. Wow. Okay, so and you said five percent of um, the United States, so I don't know if the world they, gets a clot there and so what happened next? So they determined that you've had a stroke. And um, they had, I'd had an IV in me and I had my family around me. So I was, I wasn't really feeling too much pain. And um, I was, I wasn't really reasoning what was going on other than there was something wrong. So um, they admitted me and I spent five days in the hospital. Wow. So did they give you that medicine? There's like some supposed to be medicine that like within five hours that you take that can save your life and you you got that? I don't know if I got that, but I know my insult occurred. I think you have to have it within three hours. Three hours? What I've read. Okay. And- Because they say when you have a stroke, look at the clock, note the time. It's very important too. Yeah. Yeah, but he had a stroke the day before. Right. They did not know. But they, I'm just yeah. saying for our listeners in general, oh, if you yes, find out that someone important. is having a stroke, which there are five ways to see if someone's having a stroke, or is it four? It's fast. Is it's, that what it's called? Yeah. The acronym is fast, and it's it stands for facial drooping, arm weakness, speech difficulties, and time to call uh, first responders. Wow. And you had all of that. I did. I didn't have all of that. I well, had, had two of them. I had two of them, and then things progressively got better and worse. So there I am, admitted to the hospital, and they've told me that I had a stroke, and they told me the area, and in that area, so five percent of the brainstem of stroke victims, in my particular area, is called the lower medulla, which when you break it up into threes, my area is approximately 1.5% of victims have it occur in that area. And that's essentially where the uh, arteries come together before they support the brain. Mm -hmm. 
And that's where you had a bleed. That's where I had a, a clot. A clot. A clot. Yeah. yeah. And do they know why that happened? I, I asked my neurologist, and, um, and I just got to say before I forget, half this battle is mental. Meaning what? Meaning that what you go through has uh, as much of a mental uh, aspect to it uh, as much as a physical aspect. And it might yeah. sound awkward to you. No, no, it makes not sense at all. to me. Yes. But I, yeah. I broke down twice. Hmm. I mean, depression sets in. Existential yeah. thoughts come in. You know, is this it? You know. Yeah. What you am you I wonder gonna... why did this happen to me? Mm-hmm. If I've given, I've been given this, you know, this this body, and I've taken care of myself. Why did this happen to me? You did it all right. You did it all correctly. So, yeah, and then you, you, you go through that stage from why me to thank you, God. I'm, I'm almost glad it happened. In fact, somebody said it was a gift. How? Because it woke me up. And How it, have you changed? What do you mean? I'm appreciating life more. Mm-hmm. There's more meaning to life especially wow um so it's opened up my my approach to living and in a way that i'm just not focused on on work wow good for you so i have now more balance and trying to gain more balance in my uh, lifestyle that's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we're not surprised. Well, I, I, I am. I mean, my husband, he had his massive heart attack, and I thought for sure he'd come out different, and he only came out angry. Angry at life for doing this to him. Oh, wow. Yeah. When he, he really takes care of himself, you know, the exercising, the eating right. Not meditation, though. <laughs> when, when did he have that? Oh, it's been years, probably eight years now. He was in his early 50s. 52 I think because with me um, I've and it and it and I've I've had and so I was at the hospital Wait, which hospital did you go it to? was at Torrance Memorial okay did you like it did you yeah. feel that it was good okay. staff was excellent okay and what they did is they uh, increased my heart rate because they determined the insult occurred in my brain stem and something caused the clot and they wanted to push it through my brain and have it flush out into my body oh my god so they don't go in there and take it out they 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 didn't in, in my particular case that was that wasn't part of the or discussion break it down or break it Weird. down into smaller pieces yeah right may have been medication that i yeah. was uh, ingesting mm-hmm. but uh so they said they would increase my my uh, blood pressure and then uh, they did, and there was there was uh, there was no problem. Uh, I they, then they lowered it. And they said, "Okay, you know, you're you're out of the the the, uh, the red zone." How long did that take? Uh, was how that long the full was my blood days? pressure elevated? I don't recall. Well, the red zone. How long were you well, in the red zone? I, I, I'm I'm calling it that. Uh, I'm going to say it was about two to four days. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then it was rehab time. So I had to prove 
that I could walk. And it was interesting. I had a friend of mine who's a, uh, a uh, policeman here in Hermosa Beach, and he came to visit me. And they were doing a test to determine what was uh, affected. My face, my eyes. As you can see, my left eye is a little little compromised, but getting better. I do not see that. I don't and, see it either. At all. And I mean, he's got the eyes of a husky. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And, beautiful. And, and the other thing you can hear is my insult affected my sphincter muscle in my uh, in my throat. Oh, I thought I was thinking of your butt. But yeah. <laughs> I was. I was like, really? Wow. Okay, sorry. It, it didn't go that well. <laughs> I guess those are sphincters, huh? No, yeah. So we have a sphincter in our neck? I did not know yes. that. Okay. I didn't either. Yeah, uh, interesting. So Fred's got a butthole in his neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, um, so is your voice different? I mean, I didn't meet you beforehand, so I have no idea. Is yeah, this, does it, he sound it's, different? It's a little hoarse, but I'm 100% fine with that. I've, I've, he sounds I've, better. He sounds I've, sexier. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, <laughs> where I've been to, uh, from Helen back, I mean, I'm just so blessed to be here having this conversation. Yeah, you're uh, a little miracle, uh, aren't explaining you? Explaining this, and they've said that at the hospital, I'm a living miracle. Wow, good for you. You're amazing. Thank you. Wow. And so what can you give us as a your two cents to look out for? If I'm with somebody or myself, what should I be aware of? Right. I mean, I was just going to say the other half of the, of the rehab process was being transported to Little Company of Mary mm. in San Pedro where they have a stroke recovery unit. Oh, wow. How long so were you there? I was there for 17 days. So almost a month. Okay. And the five days at Torrance. And the five days at Torrance. Oh my God. Okay. And you're 100%? No. I, I had to learn to walk. That's a good Remember, I mean, I've been trying to find myself and uh, during my rehab process, I used to turn the alarm off at night on my bed I asked my fiance to go to the sporting goods store and buy me some knee pads, put the knee pads on, and crawl around. Because you couldn't walk? Oh, sweetheart. You did the work. Yeah, I mean, it still affects me mentally, as you can hear, but that's part and normal for the process, according to the. Um, the psychologist that I've spoken to. Absolutely. Good for you for seeing a psychologist. Well, they, they gave them to me. That oh, they didn't the give my husband one. Really? Yeah, yeah. And then he also got gout because he'd been laying down for, I think it was 11 days in intensive care and not moving. And so he came out with gout and angry. He was in pain. Oh. And it was just horrible to send him home like that. And I had little kids at the time. Oh. It was such not a fun experience. No. Are you still in therapy right now? Um... Yes, I Good. do therapy myself, knowing what I have to do. I've identified my deficits. I have what they call Wallenberg syndrome. Which Wallenberg. is? Wallenberg syndrome. It's a rare disorder that, uh, and my, my deficits are balance. I have hoarseness in my voice, which, which isn't that noticeable. Not at all. 
and um, uh, uh, sensory issues uh, throughout my body. I have from 100% to maybe 20% uh, nerve a sensory action. What so does that mean? I'm sorry. That means that my body uh, needs nerves on the surface of my of my skin mm-hmm. to help me with balance. And some and various parts of my body have different uh, um, strength of nerve function that goes to my brain to let me know what's happening in those certain parts. Mm-hmm. So that causes my balance uh, deficiency. Interesting. Yeah. So you still have that a bit? I still have that. In fact, right now, and I'm continuously, in a very small sense, I'm still dizzy. Can't. I think it's the lights in this bar. The, the lights are <laughs> weird in here. Have you never it noticed is. that? I, last time we were in here, the guy's like, oh, I see like lights going everywhere. We're I not coming to this bar again. <laughs> All right. I don't think Fred likes that. They're too red. Yeah, yeah right? They're <laughs> too red. <laughs> But listen, what about regular therapy? Are you talking to somebody on a regular basis? So what I did uh, to get out of rehab, I had to pass tests, uh, functionality tests, uh-huh. both neurologically and physically. And they had a, a great team at, 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 at a little company, Mary San Pedro, great, exceptional team effort. And um, they all huddled together and they said, all right, can you walk? Does he need help? And they started out going down the list, including the psychologist who had to put, uh, give his write off. And I went out, they said, are you, are you serious? I go, yeah, I wanna leave. And they said, okay. And they put a, what they call a gate strap around my body. Mm-hmm. And the physical therapist took me outside and had me walk two blocks with his assistance uh, on the sidewalk in San Pedro. That must have been like amazing two blocks. Yeah, well, like yeah, particularly with the uprooted sidewalks, which he knew was there. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but that was an amazing experience when I finished because um, I attacked the healing process. And that was something my, uh, my doctor, Dr. Glazer at Torrance Memorial told me, you're different because you're attacking the healing process. You're not waiting for the healing process to come to you. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that is a uh, piece of information that any anyone and everyone should remember if they go through something like this. So, you're- well, I, wanna, I wanted to touch base of men. Men do not attack healing. They deny it, they cry about it, but they don't do anything about it. So I think it's amazing that you attacked it. I love that term, attacked healing. Yeah, that's your uh, health. Dr. Glazer uh, said that's you know par- particular to my character. And frankly, you know, the other part of this was I'm in, I'm incapacitated. I can't walk. I got doctors and nurses coming in giving me different tests, and my. Uh, my buddy from Hermosa PD was saying, you were failing miserably. What? what yeah, you, you were failing miserably. And me always being curious would ask the, the doctor or the, or the nurse, how did I do? And they said, you passed, it did, did remarkably, uh, remarkably well. 
everything's fine. And I thought to myself, when I didn't pass, according to my buddy Tom, <laughs> Tom he said, you, you failed miserably. But I thought to myself, if I'm laying on my back for 18 hours a day because I can't walk mm-hmm. and I have to keep regurgitating that information that I didn't pass any tests, I mean, I'd be a, a just mentally devastated. Exactly. So kudos to the way the medical staff helped me by giving and encourage me, encouraging me that I'm that I'm winning. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So I see they were kind of telling you one way, and your cop friend was telling you the truth. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, you know, police. Has that ever happened before? <laughs> <laughs> Only fa- with the government. <laughs> the fact that this happened to you, and the fact that you're so vulnerable, and you're so vulnerable right now, and you're one of the most masculine men I know. You know, it's not like whatever, but uh, you. It's sh- that shows strength. Do you know what I mean? And I'm looking, I'm thinking of Leland's husband. Maybe that's why he was more defeatist. Well, he's you also need that strength. He, you know, being uh, from a different culture, it's the whole thing he's is German. Well, he, my husband's Asian. I know, but this is a guy. I mean, that sh- I, I think men should we listen to this. No, but but you know, when you first brought this up. Did you hear how I gravitated and started asking questions about that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I, I want to help your husband. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think he's... <laughs> eight I don't, years later. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's finished the healing process. He exactly. never will. Yeah, exactly. he, he's not the kind that'll sit down and talk about stuff. You need to be vulnerable. If you're yeah. vulnerable, you see hope. If you're vulnerable, you'll open your eyes, you'll ask the question why, you'll talk to God, you talk to the universe, and then you'll get some kind of answer. But you need to be open to those answers. And mm-hmm. I don't believe your husband is. That's why he's so angry. <laughs> so you're defensive. So I think it shows, I think you're a great role model. And I hope men are listening that when you're vulnerable, that shows strength. That shows balls. That shows that you kick ass health. Like when you were talking, you you took it on by the balls and you got healthy quickly. And you was, you're supposed to be dead, Fred that point right i mean that percentage is devastating most people die when they have your kind of stroke that's correct so what you did is amazing and it, it says a lot about your character and your will to live and you willing to be vulnerable and open i mean i'm an atheist to the universe and say what the hell do i have to do to get better most people won't do that and most men won't do that most men will ask like my father my father died at 42. Um, he was walking through the rain. He was gray. He, he, he had AIDS, but it was called the gay cancer. And I remember him looking at the sky and just feeling the rain on his face. And he kept saying, why me? Why me? And he was dead three weeks later. Bye. But he didn't fight. He's not, he wasn't a fighter like you. And I cry and I think about, why the fuck didn't he fight back? Mm-hmm. He just gave up. I, I really um, miss my father who didn't show the strength that you showed to continue his life. He just kind of gave up. And I think a lot of men give up. So I appreciate you being on the podcast and being a role model. You know, for, I like that. What was that? Battling your health or attacking? Attacking it. Yeah. That's attacking your attacking health. Attacking the healing process the healing rather process. than the healing process coming to you. There you go love that attacking the healing process so you were saying something about contacting a doctor yeah so 
we, I had Wallenberg syndrome, reached out uh, to my insurance co company, or my ins insurance company, they gave me a couple hospitals that I contacted, consulted with them. They had neurologists that did not have expertise with my deficit. After I Googled them and did research on them to determine if they'd written any citations on what was wrong with me. Good for you for looking that up. But, and it's the same sort of profile as you see as I'm attacking it from the physical side, I'm going after it from the, the, from the research medical yeah, side. So, yeah. And I realized there were few and far between uh, physicians that were experts in this, uh, with this deficit. So I began querying the computer weekly and lo and behold, on December 19th, I found a paper written by three doctors and I contacted the doctor, one of them. He's a professor of neurology up at UC Berkeley. And he gave me, um, and was happy to hear from me. And we engaged in dialogue. And one thing led to another. I sent him my CT and MRI, uh, including all supporting documentation from my physician on what happened. And since he'd spent so much time studying this deficit, uh, Wallenberg syndrome, he was pleased and actually happy to hear from me. And there's a discussion now that I'm gonna come up and be a uh, patient, patient or? or a model in, in, in his class. There you go. So others can ask questions about my deficit. But that's important, not directly, but indirectly, because that makes me feel whole, that I'm giving back to the process. Exactly. And that is gonna make me feel better. Yeah, Absolutely. you may save some lives. Maybe. That's fantastic. So when we started talking about strokes, I was wondering about women and men, because you always hear about men and you never hear about women. True. But check this out. Through the Harvard Medical School, they said that every year, 425,000 women suffer strokes, which is 55,000 more than men. Wow. So more women than men suffer strokes. And then for women, it actually looks different than it does for men. There are 12 different stroke symptoms that women have that men don't have. Women okay. faint. Women get headaches. Women uh, have sudden confusion, which it sounded like men have that too, though, the confusion, the slurred speech yes. and stuff like that. Uh, severe headaches. Um, just just a whole list of different things that I didn't write them all down, but that makes sense. I mean, 12 things that men don't have that the women show. Wow. Yeah. But, and you know, women will just be like, ah, take some Midol and I'll keep going. No, and usually women go to the hospital. I mean, year after year, stats show that when a woman gets sick, she will get help. It's men. I don't know if it's changed the last 10 years that men are starting to be more um, aware of their body. More proactive. Exactly, like women are. It's like, okay, if I have a lump, I don't wait a year to go to the doctor, right? <laughs> No, but yeah, uh, I, I just think it's important for, I, I, I'm telling you, we should take that word attacking your health. I like attacking that. Attacking the healing process. The healing yeah. process. Why do I keep thinking your health? But we should get that on a t-shirt. Attack your health and we'll attack our healing. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, Fred also just said something about that younger and younger people are having strokes under the age of 50. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was in the 40s and approximately 45% increase during the last 10 years of male and female in their 40s. Do they know why? Why is that? I don't know. Getting Fast food all this information, information coming at me now, you know, and and one of the things that was interesting to me too, um, because I, I think you brought it up, Rose, uh, to your credit, the awareness factor. Me being here, you gave a physical description of me in some capacity, and I just wanted to reinforce that that you think it's an overweight guy that's going to be the Sitting victim on the of couch. this, right? Sitting right. on the couch, bad diet, no exercise lethargic you, you know the profile yeah mm-hmm. donald trump but uh <laughs> that but didn't take superman. long yeah. but uh <laughs> he sounds like david that didn't right. take long <laughs> but um but superman right but, here has but, got it you know i was sitting in the wheelchair and i'll never forget i was in rehab at little company of mary mm-hmm. and i couldn't walk so i had to be in a wheelchair and they wheel me to the uh bathing area where i could take a shower and I needed assistance, um, escort assistance back to my bed so they could get me out of the wheelchair and back into my bed. So I'd have to wait there by the shower until someone had time. And these nurses, and particularly one nurse walked by and said, I had my skibbies on only. She said, he's hot. I'll be <laughs> exactly. She's, she I'll goes, sit on his lap. She goes, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Get up and walk. Look and that you. sort of illustrates the whole experience. It's just been a process that I have been, and someone that's typically in managing myself accordingly, I have no clue other than trying to do the right thing and be inquisitive second-guess people and do research on your own learn read again you're positive too I can feel it I can feel your positive energy like you're hopeful and I think that's important hope hope yeah uh, it's it's a fun experience Uh, you know now I'm you know I'm blending back into society so you would not necessarily recognize me as a stroke victim. Not, but not at all. But I have my deficits. But now I get to keep that little secret, you know, to me. Well, when you walk out of the bar, I'm going to push you and see how quickly you fall to the floor <laughs> to check your deficits. Right, right. I, I have got a question. When you got into the emergency room, I am usually sitting in that damn place for three, four, five hours before they even touch me. How did you get into the door? What did you say or what did your girlfriend say to get you from point A to point B? It was a perfect storm for me. I mean, from the from that end that ended up good because it was so early in the morning, mind you. I woke up and I couldn't walk, mm-hmm. so it was around six six thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. And um, there just wasn't anyone in there, and they they rolled me right to the emergency room bed. Wow, that's fabulous! And and I, I noticed the difference because yesterday I wanted to thank the doctor. For saving my life. Oh, what a sweetheart! And his, the doctor's name is Doctor Nakim at Torrance Memorial. Uh, Doctor Kim or not Nakim? N a k k i m. Oh, we should have asked him to come too. And yeah. I. And there was a just a plethora of patients coming in, 
uh, with masks on, with the flu virus, et cetera. Oh, no. I was, I was assuming. Uh-huh. And they, by luck, he was working. And uh, I gave him a handshake and said, thank you. Good job. Oh. Good job. And thank again, you that, for doing that. And again, that made me feel better as this is helping me heal. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he's been doing this for a while, and he goes, I've never had any patient come back and tell me that. <laughs> I go, well, you got one now. I can't believe that. I think doctors should be thanked all the time. Of course. Like, Absolutely. I love my kid's doctor. She's amazing. I'm, I'm constantly thanking her. She's amazing. Yeah, no, that, that's nice that you did that. Because it'll make him feel better, too. Yeah. Giving always makes you feel better. For me, yeah. it does, anyway. I mean, the, the, the imprint that has left on me... From where I was to where I'm now is a big chunk of my life now that I didn't expect to happen. So he, I'm sure, sees people and they come and they go, but he, his actions, every move he was making during that three-hour stint in the emergency room, I remembered to, to whatever degree I could. But... Um, I, uh, the, the volunteer was asking me, well, what's his name? And I told her the name, and she goes, yesterday when I saw him, goes, just, he couldn't come up, he couldn't picture it. And uh-huh. I gave her a complete description of the doctor, and she goes, oh, I know who you're talking about. And he went and got him. Now, so. Kim, oh, sounds like yeah. he's Asian. Nice. Uh, he looked, uh, N- European, Indian, right? oh, you know. European, hot. Like Set Indian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a wonderful man. What that is fabulous. Good for you. What's your next move? What's next for Fred Koch? Uh, my next move is to realize probably again balance the meaning of life rather than work, because work there can be an argument made that it really doesn't have any meaning. Although it pays the bills. Although it provides food and shelter, I get that. But it sucks that you're born on the planet and you got to pay so much right. for food and <laughs> shelter. But there are other, other uh, areas that you still need to cover, and I'm learning to do that. So I'm going to, uh, what I'm doing is I'm just getting my uh, longboard repaired, and I'm going to start doing a lot of paddling around the peninsula in Palos Verdes and uh, enjoy the water and oxygenate my blood. Nice, (laughs) nice. Don't get eaten by a shark. No. Nobody gets eaten by sharks out here, sweetheart. You never know. Look how delicious he looks. (laughs) Come on. Thank you. Fred, do you feel like you're a different person? Yeah. I I, uh, listen more. Um, I uh, appreciate life more. Do you love harder? Do I what? Love harder, like stronger and more deeply. That comes with listening. And you get to appreciate who, and that's a whole other thing. You get to appreciate who your friends are. Mm-hmm. And your friends are usually your family. Exactly. Do you have kids? I have one child, yes. And was your child with you? Uh, she was not. <gasps> no. Poor baby. But, she must have been stressing hard. Well, you know, that's the thing, you know, who was stressing hard? So people that were showing up at the hospital, well-wishers, I have now a different A-list than I did before. (laughs) (laughs) 
and it surprisingly got longer, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad to hear the list got longer. Yes. Most of the times it gets a lot shorter. Right. right. <laughs> um, Will you come, um, come back and talk about other issues? Sure. I'd, I'd like to. I, I just, uh, in closing, would like to thank you for having me Always. and listening to my story. And hopefully this is a good medium to educate those uh, other guys out there that think they're invincible. And girls, because there's more of us than there are the guys and, having and them. And girls, thank um, you for that. Women. Look ahead. Other I'm women. I'm a girl, you're a woman. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> can we say gal, or will I get in trouble for gal, that? Gal, you can, you okay. can say broad. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. But it's just an awareness factor, and that's why we're here today. Thank it can you. happen to anybody. Exactly. Yep, even Superman. He does look like Superman. He does. He does. He's hot. You guys are, I don't want to leave. Right. I don't want to leave. We'll stop hitting on All Fred right. to go back to his uh, Thank fiance. you for coming here, Fred. Thank you for coming. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. And hopefully we'll see you soon. Join us every week for our entertaining and informational time. And if you want to suggest a topic for our show or just want to know more about us, go to our website, www.anamericanconversationpodcast.com and comment away. We will try to respond as soon as possible. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and subscribe to our podcast.